Okay, good afternoon everyone. We continue in the Archas Chaim of the Rosh. Welcome back after Yom Tif. And we are up to Ois Yod Aleph. Now Ois Yod discussed was a warning in Ois Yod not to speak Lashon Hara, not to be Makabal Lashon Hara. Now the Archas Chaim of the Rosh says, Shalom Yeshev im Yoshev Kronos. Don't sit with those who sit in the corner and don't sit in the gatherings of the assemblies of unlearned people. Why, what's wrong with somebody sitting with Yoshe Kranois, sitting on the corners, or sitting in the gatherings of Ami Aretz? Well, Rev Goldberg points out that the juxtaposition to Ois Yud of not speaking Lashon Hara seems to indicate that the reason one should not uh, associate with with uh, the Ameyaris is because it could ultimately lead to Lashon Hara. This comes from Avais Dramnasan, Prakhaf Aleph, that Malamid Shalay Yeshiv Adam and Yoshri Kronos. We find in Brachais and Avchav Chesamad Beis that we thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shalay Samta Chelki Miyoshri Kronos. The concept of Batek Naisiyos of Ameyaris we find in Perkei Avais. Rabbi Doisa ben Horkana says, sleep in the morning, wine in the afternoon, conversation of children, By the way, the Chavetz Chaim brings from the, in his Psicha and Lavin, Sif Dalet, he brings from the Tzavah Rabbi Lazar Hagado, and Oisnon Hei, that Rabbi Lazar Hagado commanded his son, Horkinus, that, he said, my son, don't sit in assemblies that speak Gnai from their friends because when the matters rise up, they're written in a Sefer and anyone standing there is uh, written to be considered a Chaburas Rasha. Okay, then then the Rosh says, Don't gaze at a woman that is prohibited to you. Now that's uh, somewhat difficult because an Ois Mem the Rush says that one should not gaze at um, any woman. He says, Not to gaze even at a single woman. But here he says, Don't gaze at a woman who is usher to you. That's why uh, over here the Isser is because you might do something wrong with this Isha. So it's, so looking, gazing, is a violation of In Mois Mem, he's talking about a different Isra, of an Ishmarta, Mikol Davara, one should avoid anything that will bring to immodest thoughts, so then it's irrelevant whether it's a woman who is Asr to you, or even if it's a Isha Pnuya. Ois Yud Gimel. One should not converse having a koishal bracha. The Gemara bracha says in an alpha medbez, Amr of Asi, one should not have conversation with a koishal bracha. Rashi explains, once you hold it, until you're mavarech. And the, in Archas Chaim, in the, in Oira Chaim, Simkopei Gimel Sivkat and Vav, the Machaber says, once they give you the kais to be mavarech, you should not speak. Mishnah Bura says, until after you drink, which is after Berchus Hamazon. So, um, 
what is the connection between lo yistakel v'isha shi asur lo and lo yasiach al koishel bracha? That seems to be difficult to understand. Ois yudalid shelo yisaper mishayaschal baruch shamer. One should not have a conversation from when baruch shamer begins. Until you complete the silence from the Esrei. There should be no conversation from the time Baruch Shamar starts until you finish the silence from the Esrei. By the way, in the Takonois of Rav Olya Lapian, he brings not to look outside of the Siddur from Baruch Shamar until after Shman Esrei, not to divert your mind from the davening, and to be able to acquire the Midah of Menucha Sanefesh, peace of mind, one does not have to look every time the door opens, every time somebody walks in. It's a matter of gaining Menucha Sanefesh. So one should not have a conversation from the time Baruch Sha'amar begins until he finishes the silence from the Esrei. And once the Chazor Sashatz begins, V'loi V'oit Shashatz Choyzer Mesfalel, not while the Shatz is repeating the Shemana Esrei, Elam came unless you're speaking in Divrei Torah. Oy Bidvar Mitzvah, or you're engaged in discussing a Mitzvah. Oy Shalom, or to greet someone, or or to return a greeting. The Rush seems to imply that during Chazar Sashatz, one is allowed to have a conversation in Divrei Torah, one is allowed to discuss the Dvar Mitzvah, one is allowed to greet someone, and one is allowed to respond to the greeting. In fact, the Rush writes in a tshuva, and it's brought in the Torah, that uh, this is talking about when you already have ten people, or nine people, answering the brachas of the Shriach Tzibor. Because the uh, bracha of the Shriach Tzibor was enacted to say with ten people, and when you don't have nine, it's almost like a bracha vatala. So everyone should make themselves as if there are not nine people without them and be mechaving to the brachas of the shatz. Now, Rav Chaim Knievsky in his Hagois on Orchus Chaim Larash, it's called Hasam Archoisav, says that when the Rush says Elo Imkain Bedivrei Torah Oibedvar Mitzvah, that's talking about when you know when you're allowed to have a conversation in Divrei Torah during Chazos Hashatz when you already have ten people who are answering without you. Because then it's only a chumrah not to speak, and you could be mekel ledvar mitzvah el sholoim, which is mutter even bein aprakim. But if you don't have ten, then it's pashut that it's asar. However, Rabbi Tzalo Jolti in the Makar Hachayim he says the rush is mashma. Even if you don't have ten, you would be allowed to have this conversation bedivrei Torah or bedvar mitzvah. Now lahalacha. We are not lenient about this. Um, nevertheless, there are the, there are many who argue on Rav Chaim Knievsky's pshat in the rush over here, namely the Toisus Yomtiv. The Toisus Yomtiv says that when the rush says you're allowed to have a conversation on Limud HaToyra, it does not mean you're allowed to tell somebody over the latest share. Hey, you heard the share this morning about Tavi, the slave of Ram Gamliel. That's not what it means. It means the Toisus Yomtiv says. If you have um, someone has a, a, a immediate halachic shayla, they come to ask, I forgot Masharach Maragashim. Do I need to say Shemana Esri over? That we know you're allowed to respond to. 
In fact, one may even be allowed to respond to that in the middle of Shemana Esrei itself. And when it says a Dvar Mitzvah, it refers to a pressing Dvar Mitzvah. So uh, that's how the Rabbi Tzal Jolti learns the Rosh, and that's how the Toysus Yomtev learns the Rosh, and that's how we pass, and we are not lenient, um, even L'Devei Torah during Chazar Sashatz. And then the Rosh adds, V'loi V'shaloi Yedaber B'Kriyas HaHalel, one should not speak during the recitation of Halel, V'loi and not during Kriyas HaTorah. We'll do one more. Now we know that there's a difference between the bread of a baker, of a commercial breaker, and the bread of an uh, individual Gentile, that we do not allow the consumption of the bread of an akum who's a private uh, baker, but if he's a commercial baker, we do allow it. However, the rush does not differentiate. And the rush says, shokusim. One should not consume the bread of the homeowners of Goyim, or of a professional baker, unless you cannot get a hold of bread baked by a Jew, which in that case, you could even have the bread baked by an individual Goyim. Um, if you look in the tour, in Yaradeh Simon Kofi Abayis, he brings the opinion of the Rush. That there's no chilik between Pasha Balabayis and Pasha Palter. The tour says some mechabrim do differentiate. Because the, the, the concern of chasnos is only the pas of a Balabayis. And the bread of a Balabayis we asked unless it's a Makam Sakana. However, the Beis Yosef says that the rush is mashna, there's no difference at all. I don't know where the rush got it from. And Reb Chaim Knievsky and Reb Tzal Jolti says, that from uh, the rush over here, it's Mavuar, like uh, the Torah quotes the rush, that there's no difference in the opinion of the rush between the bread of a Balabayas and the bread of a Palter. Okay, we'll pick it up tomorrow, Ezra Hashem, in Ois Yud Zayin. And until then, wishing you all a great day. <laughs> Hopefully soon. Okay, call to. What?